What is the number one model for increasing client value and keeping them around long-term and getting the best results? It's called the prescriptive model. I'm Chris Cooper. This is Run a Profitable Gym. And if you want to ask questions about this episode or just talk about the prescriptive model more, you can jump into gymownersunited.com and ask anything that you want there. My team and I are usually in there volunteering our time for free to answer questions and help gym owners become more successful. Today, we're going to talk about the prescriptive model. We're going to cover three big topics. The first topic is what is the prescriptive model and why is it so effective? The second is how do you actually walk through this with a client? What does it look like in practice? And the third is where do people usually get hung up? Like why are gyms not just using this all the time? What's really interesting is that after I've been teaching this now for nearly a decade, I really appreciate when I see it in other businesses. And you're going to see why as we go through this. So think of yourself as a consumer when you're buying another service from somebody else, but also try and place yourself in the mind of a client who's coming into your gym for the first time. 10 years ago, doing stuff like free trials, it worked because you had this audience in your local market of early adopters, people who were already sold on your service, be that CrossFit or weightlifting or Pilates or whatever that was. They already knew they were going to buy when they came in the door. That doesn't exist anymore. And building a client-centric business means always adapting your service as much as possible to maximize client results. Client results are what we're selling here, not a method. And so the free trial where people just come in and try stuff, that doesn't work anymore. And signing people up and just hoping they stay forever because they love the service as much as you do, that doesn't work anymore. We need to be able to orient our entire business around getting a client what they want instead of just selling the thing that we like. Let's start with going through the prescriptive model step-by-step. The prescriptive model starts with what we call a no-sweat intro. This is a consultation where somebody comes into your gym, they talk about the goals that they want to get, and then we're going to offer to sell them what they need to get there. But the first thing that we're going to do at an NSI after we've established their why, after we've talked about their reasons for wanting to do this, is measure their starting point. That's an objective measurement. Okay, that's really important. When people come in and they want to lose weight, you need to know their weight that they're starting from. When people come in and they say, oh, I want to firm up or tone up or whatever, you got to measure their body fat percentage. Now, you don't have to do this you know, in the most expensive possible way. I use an in-body 270. I love the 270 because it's accurate enough. It's consistent. So I know that a client is going to get like the same results. Here we go. Here's an in-body that I did on myself this morning. Okay. They're going to get a printout like this. They're going to be able to see their progress on these little lines down here. You're going to be able to take a picture. You're going to be able to talk about it. You can also use a tape measure, a $9 plastic pair of skin fold calipers, Whatever you use, consistency is more important than accuracy. Even if you're off by 3%, 5% in, in their first pinch, as long as you're consistently off by the same amount, you can show them progress and that's what matters. So the point of doing an objective measurement is so that we can show progress later on. A lot of people will include like mobility assessments and stuff here. And that's okay if the client says, I need to improve my mobility or my flexibility or I'm stiff all the time. But what's important is that you come back and do that assessment again later so you can show them progress. Way too many gym owners will do something like, you know, a functional movement screen. When a client's coming in the door, they'll test them once. They'll say, oh, wow, you're really bad at this. And then never do the test again. 
So the client is left to wonder, like, am I getting any better? Why did we do that test in the first place? So that objective measurement is really key because that is going to tell you, here is what you need. Now that I know where we're starting from and I know your goal, I am the expert who can map backward from this goal to where you are right now, okay? I can break it into steps for you. So you've done a couple things. Number one, you've shown that you're an empathetic listener at the NSI, and we teach this step-by-step in our mentorship practice, okay? Then we have established your authority and expertise by saying, okay, here's where we're starting, and now it's our job to tell them the truth. Here we go. If you want to reach that goal from where you are now, the best path is this, my prescription. You don't have to use the word prescription if you don't want to. Some people are nervous about it. You know, it it might have a connotation to do with the medical field or whatever. I say prescription. Here is your best prescription. A lot of the time when we're a gym owner, we filter that prescription before we give it. So we give the prescription with conditions. And what I mean by that is we will apply our own budget. So you think, okay, well, what this client actually is to see me four times a week and follow this nutrition plan. But that costs $700 a month. I saw what they were driving when they pulled up to the front door. I don't think they can afford $700 a month. So I'm just going to present them with the option to do our most basic general group fitness, same programming as everybody else, no additional help, no nutrition coaching program, because that's the budget I think they have. And this is a massive mistake. You do not get to dictate somebody else's budget to them. Instead, what you've got to do is have like the conviction and the courage to say, here is what is best for you and then let them decide, right? You don't control their wallet and don't make uh, filters on their budget based on your budget. There are way too many gym owners who cannot afford their own service and they project that onto everybody else. But your best clients are probably making more money than you and ultimately they have to decide what their priorities are anyway. I see way too many gym owners ranting about people who will pay $4 a day for coffee, but won't pay $3 a day for a gym membership. The reality is you're probably filtering those people out with your own insecurities about budgeting. All right, so you make the prescription. Here is what you need, okay? And then you say, now, you need three uh, workouts a week and you need a sensible you know, nutrition plan that you can follow that's based on habits or whatever. You know, whatever your philosophy is, macros, calorie counting, whatever, keto, you know, you make that recommendation. Then you start qualifying what that prescription would be by tailoring it to what the client wants. So here you're telling the client, here's what you need. Now you're going to ask the client, how do you want to do this? Okay. So um, would you prefer to do your workouts in a small group setting or would you prefer to do your workouts one-on-one with me? Okay. That's the first question. If they say one-on-one, okay, great PT. If they say group, okay, no problem. Uh, You know, we're going to talk about like their on-ramp process in a moment. Your nutrition program. Do you think that your biggest challenge with nutrition is knowledge or accountability? I pretty much know what to eat. I just, you know, I, I don't do it. Okay. We have an accountability program. So the program that's going to work best for you is one-on-one personal training where we meet up three times a week in the gym and also our accountability program to make sure that you're eating on track. But I'm also going to give you some extra help. I'm going to give you our nutrition guide. I'm going to give you our shopping guide, our shopping list. I'm going to give you access to our private app that will let you track food and plan your grocery list. Um, I'm also going to give you some free videos on how to eat and how to do meal prep and some stretches to do in between our workouts. Sound good? Great. Okay. 
Now, what you've done is you've made that prescription for them. You say, okay, the investment in that prescription is X. Okay. And again, you're letting them make the choice based on their budget and priorities. You have no idea what their budget or priorities are. All right. The key though, is that whatever first prescription you make, it is not going to be completely dialed in. Like you just met this person, no matter how good you are at programming, you don't know their entire exercise history. You don't know what they like and dislike. You don't know what they'll respond to yet. So we often say that the second program is the best program because now you've had a time to dial it in. So what happens after three months, you make this first prescription, whatever it is, you sit down with the client and you do a goal review. The goal review is basically your NSI starting with the objective measurement again. So whatever you measured them in the first time, was it body fat? Was it flexibility? Was it strength? Whatever, uh, blood pressure, weight, you know, measurements. You want to do that measurement again. Now, you don't have to do all those measurements for everybody. You just measure what they care about, okay? So you want to be able to show them progress. So a lot of people, a lot of gym owners actually shy away from this because they're maybe subconsciously worried that their clients are not getting progress. But the thing is, this creates a virtuous cycle of value for the client and also for the gym. So you do the measurement. Okay, client lost a lot of weight. Wonderful. You know, do you want to keep going with what you're doing? It's obviously working. They say, hell yeah, 90 day plan, high five, away we go. If they don't get results though, that's okay. They're not going to quit because now they've invested in you for three months, right? You have sunk costs in your relationship. So they're better to keep going with you if you give them a new prescription. So you can say, all right, looking at our results here, there are some positives, but we're not really where either one of us wanted to go. Agree? Okay. To really get our, our foot on the gas pedal here, what I recommend is that we add nutrition coaching so that we can really focus in on that. Or you might say, I'd like you to add in some um, non-exercise activity, uh, like walking every single day. We'll see where that gets us, okay? So you've upgraded the program. Now your advice is actually more valuable than it was in the first place because anybody else that they quit and start over with, they're gonna have to go through this same process of like trial and error to figure out the best prescription for them. And knowing you, you're a great coach. You're gonna get there. You know, if you don't hit the target on your first try, and few of us do, don't worry, you're going to get there on the second try, or at least you're going to get closer and closer. And ultimately, you're going to have the best prescription for this client. As the client progresses, their desires change, their body changes, right? So their goals change. And having this goal review process means that you can stay on top of them. The worst thing that you can do is bring a client in, sign them up, and then never track their progress, never change their prescription. Just assume like, oh, they love doing my yoga. They love doing my CrossFit and they just will forever. When in reality, they need to see progress and they need to have their prescription change sometimes. You know, some clients leave your gym and they'll say, I just want to break. But what I've learned over time is that a change is as good as a rest. And so if you give them something different to do, like a new goal, hey, you're going to do a Spartan race or, um, hey, it's February. Let's really focus on dropping body fat between now and June where normally you only care about performance, you know, like this, this is great, right? You're keeping the client engaged. They've got new goals, new areas of focus and new progress. And so, you know, they go through that prescription and three months later, you bring them back in for another goal review. How are we doing? Did we do even better? We're on the right track. We're making progress. We're getting closer. You know, I really wonder if maybe we should 
tweak your exercise prescription. I'm going to have you start wearing a heart rate monitor. I want you to do two days a week in zone two, one day in zone three, one day in zone five. You're going to come to class for those. And as you build trust over time by using this model, then the value of the client increases. And so does the retention because your value to them increases. You have invested time and energy into them. You're starting to see the results and you continue to invest in them. You are pouring value into them and they will continue to pour value into your business. Signing somebody up, here you go. Go go do my workout program, my high intensity interval training boot camp. Stay as long as you can. That is not what creates long-term retention. If the client isn't being measured, they won't know if they're getting results. You know, they, they might see some unless they're measuring themselves, but they won't see all of them. It's too hard when you're like in your own body to see results. If you're not measuring their progress and then adjusting their plan, they might just say, oh, well, this you know, boot camp doesn't work. I'm going to go do something completely different. I'm going to try uh, weightlifting or something instead. I'm going to try running or jogging. Um, and if you know, you're not talking to them, then they're just going to have to make that decision on their own. Your job is, as a trusted coach, it's not just to put out the best programming. It's to adjust the prescription when it's not working to optimize it so that it is. You know, we teach business owners all the time. You go through this process of systemization, then optimization, then growth, and then scale. It's the same with a client. When a client comes in, your first prescription is like the workout system that they're going to have, right? And so that's, you're building habits. They're coming to the gym three times a week. They've got the foundational habits down. The next step though, is to optimize it. You have to make it even more effective so that they're getting better results in, in, faster timeframes, right? And that's what the prescriptive model is all about. So there's many, many places where people screw this up. The first is, okay, let's let's talk about red access here. The first is they don't do an NSI. They do a free trial. They think that like somebody who comes in and tries my thing, CrossFit, is just going to love it because that's what happened to me. But you are not your best client. You were an early adopter. You fell in love with the method, be that boot camp or, or Pilates or yoga or whatever it was. And that was enough for you. That is not enough for them. You need to be able to say to a client, let's talk about your goals. And then I'll tell you whether I can get you to those goals or not. There is a percentage of people for whom you are not a good fit. And you want to filter them out here because if you let them just like jump into your group class and then try to filter them out, you're just going to create bad feelings and you will never get that client back. Instead, what you want to do is say, we can't help you right now or, you know, point them to somebody who can. As a gym owner in a coaching gym, you have a service to which people will ascend. That means you're the top of the pack. So maybe they need to start with a walking program. Or maybe they need to start with just like a couch to 5K program. Maybe they need to start with a personal trainer somewhere else. But eventually, if you're running the best program, they will ascend to you. They might not be your best client right now, but eventually they will be. And so if somebody comes in and does an NSI and you're way out of their budget or they're just like, wow, I am not ready for that. That's fine. What you can do is say, in that case, if I were in your shoes, I would recommend this. Start a walking program for three months, okay? I'm even going to give you a walking program. Here you go. Let's book an appointment for three months. You'll come back in. We'll reassess, see where you're at, and we'll see if you're ready then. How does that sound, okay? The the thing is, like, if you are actually the best, um, people will eventually want to be your clients, but they might not be right now. And so 
if they're in front of you for an NSI, you can do that. If you're not doing an NSI and they just come in, they try your thing and they're like, wow, no, this wasn't for me. They're not coming back. Okay. So an NSI is when you start the coaching relationship, even if you're not going to be coaching them every day. The next mistake that people make is they don't do any objective measurement. So they don't, they're not measuring what the client cares about. What they're doing is selling the thing that the coach cares about. We're going to build a client-centric business. So we want to make sure that the client is getting the results that they want. If you've owned a gym for a while, I'm sure you've seen this. Client comes in. I want to drop 30 pounds. Great. We're going to sell you CrossFit. Three months later, the client is like, wow, I'm stronger. I'm faster. I feel good. I've got these new friends. Mm, still don't fit into my jeans. Geez, I don't know. This is, this is okay, but like, it's not really getting me what I wanted. You know, and within six months, they're gone. This is why the retention rate in micro gyms is so low. It has nothing to do with price. It's us trying to force what we like onto the client and like the problem that they're trying to solve instead of asking the client and then actually measuring our results. Okay. The third thing that gyms don't do is change their prescription. So whether the client's getting good results or not, they never say, you know what, you would do better on a nutrition program. Or you know what, I think that two days a week, you should cut down to like zone two heart rate and become a little bit more metabolically flexible. You'll burn more fat. You know, they don't do that. And the reason is that they don't want to undermine themselves or they just don't want to take the time to do it. Um, the other thing that happens right here, the big opportunity that a lot of gyms miss is they flit around from program to program, right? So they'll they'll go like NC Fit. Oh man, that was awesome. Then they'll go to like box programming. Oh, that was good. Yeah, so good. Um, you know, uh, Beyond RX. Oh man, that was awesome, right? And they'll, they'll jump around, but they don't have a reason for jumping ever. It's just like, well, the clients like this. I like it. It's fun. It's not fun. It gets results, whatever. What you should actually be doing with your programming is taking the sum of all of your clients' results and saying like, hey, are we getting what we want here? right? It's not like how spicy is the workout? It's not even like how good are the coaches notes? It's, is this programming getting my clients results in my most basic general group class option? And if it's not, that's when you switch programming. But if you're not bringing people in, doing objective measurements on them, looking at results and kind of zooming out and looking at like the, the meta result for the gym, you don't know if you should switch programming or not. You know, maybe you're bored with the programming, but it's getting amazing results. Keep it. You know, maybe um, you're thinking about going to level method, but you're not sure. Are, are you like really going to change the client results at all? I mean, that's what you should be looking at, right? So this objective measurement gives you a, a viewpoint into whether your clients are getting results or not. The next thing that uh, gyms don't do enough is make nutritionists a secondary prescription. In the old days, you know, we would just talk about nutrition and macros and zone or whatever, um, paleo in those days. We just talk about it in class. And then we'd kind of like, you know, leave the client on their own to figure it out because we were bored of it. We didn't feel like nutrition experts. We didn't open a gym to talk about macros. And so we just kind of left it off to the side of the road. The reality is, though, that like most clients need that. And what they need usually is a little bit of knowledge and a ton of accountability. Okay. So knowledge, right. Which you could deliver just through like a seminar or, or YouTube videos. And then a lot of accountability, like five times a day, maybe not that much, three times a day checking in. Hey, what'd you have for lunch? How was it? Send me a picture. Hey, uh, at 8 PM. Hey, before you go to bed or start winding down, why don't you go enter your stuff in my fitness pal? You know, I noticed that you snack a lot between eight 30 and nine, right? 
This is my nutrition coach talking to me. Uh, Coop, at 8.30 p.m., why don't you open up my fitness pal and track your food for the day? Because what that'll tell you is like what's available if you need a snack. And a lot of the time after tracking my food, I'll say, I actually don't need a snack or I've got about 30 grams of carbs left. You know, maybe I'm just going to have an orange or boy, I, I really need to up my protein. You know, I'm going to go have some of this instead. And so at least it's like guided snacking and it's a cue to stop, but this is really like high value. And then of course, most gyms don't do their goal reviews often enough. Look, if you think that doing goal reviews is going to take up a lot of your time and you might not have the bandwidth to do it yourself, you got to ask yourself, like, how much time is it going to take to replace these clients? Because the reality is it's so much easier to retain a client by having a 10 minute goal review with each one each quarter than it is to learn marketing, try to bring people in, try to set them up for NSIs, do lead nurture, try and sign them and then like fight to maintain them for the first 90 days. It's so much easier to just meet with your top clients, at least minimum, if not everybody, every quarter review their goals, measure their progress, and give them a new prescription. You will build trust. You will build sunk costs in your program. Ultimately, even if you have to tell a client, hey, I think you should take two months off, then you can still bring them back afterward because that can be your prescription. Craziest prescription I ever made that people just don't believe it. This woman named Robin, Robin with a Y, came into my gym and she's an accountant. It was March. She was completely overwhelmed and burned out. The high intensity interval training that we were doing at the gym was not solving her stress problem, which was her biggest problem in life. She wasn't sleeping. Her meals sucked. I said, Robin, you need a break. All I want you to do is five days a week, you walk. Any day that you do any accounting work at all, at home, at the office, you have a walk. And I sent her some videos on easy walking meditation. She did walking for 30 to 45 minutes. And uh, I said, okay, you're going to do this for two months. The beginning of May, you're going to come back. So let's make an appointment right now. And if you're still overwhelmed and stressed when, at that appointment, then we'll think about what to do from there. But we're going to assume that by May, all the taxes will be done and, and you'll be ready to work out again. And guess what? She called me two weeks earlier, said, I'm feeling really good. I think I'm ready to come back right now. And I said, okay, if you're sure, let's go. That built a ton of trust because it showed that I wasn't constantly trying to like sell her on the other thing. Which brings me to my last point. When you're doing these, these remeasurements and making new prescriptions, a lot of people will talk about like the value, the increasing value of the client. And it's true about 30% of the time, 30% of your clients will upgrade the service that they've got. That's usually because the service that they bought in the beginning was the wrong service in the first place. They chose the budget option or you recommended the budget option. And so they're doing something that's not getting them results, Right. But this is an opportunity to get them on the best prescription for them. All they can say is, I can't afford it. And if they say, I can't afford it, you say, well, okay, with your budget, the best option for you is to continue with like the general group programming. But sometimes after some trust is built, that's when they're more likely to say, yeah, actually, I do want to add nutrition to my program. So let's tick that box now as well as increasing my exercise. Now, the gym owner might think things like, oh, this is an upsell, but it's not. It's just a course correction. You know, like the example I just shared with Robin, that was like a downsell. She didn't pay me for two months. But the key is that you're giving the client the best prescription, no matter what the cost, no matter what filters or, you know, mental barriers you have, you're using your 
expertise as a coach to say, this is what will help you fastest. That's our duty to the client. And the prescriptive model gives you a way, a process that you can think through all of that and schedule it out, systemize it, then optimize it. Keep your clients getting lots of progress. Keep your clients around and keep them high value. Hope this helps. If it does, please subscribe to this channel and we'll get you more videos twice a week to keep helping you grow your gym. If you want to talk about it, go to gymownersunited.com. That's our free public Facebook group where we chat with 7,000 gym owners worldwide and we often jump in to give some data-based expert opinions. Take care.